brush up your Shakespeare. Stop quoting him now. Brush up your Shakespeare, and the women you will wow. Just declaim a few lies from Othello, and they'll think you're a heck of a fella. If your blonde won't respond when you flatter her, tell her what pony told Cleopatra. And if still to be shocked she pretends well, just remind her that all's well that ends well. Brush up your Shakespeare. Kia ora and welcome back to Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM with Tanya. And as you know, we've got various hosts here on Coast Access Radio and I haven't seen Janet Bailey, the curator and director of Mahara Gallery for ages, apart from when she was hefting some boxes through the car park the other day. So you've been having some really long days. Kia ora, welcome back to the studio, Janet. Kia ora koutou. Hi, Tanya. Lovely uh, to see you again. It's been a bit crazy of late, and you've yeah. got two fabulous artists in the studio because yes. it's just about on our doorstep, the Carpety Arts Trail, the first two weekends of November. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to welcome in Jackie Marston and Tanya Daly. Kia ora. Welcome. Thank you for inviting us. Oh, anytime. You're welcome. Well, I'm going to leave Janet to it, turn myself off, and then okay. actually maybe you can start off by saying what is actually happening at Mahara at the moment and then lead okay. on to Jackie and Tanya. Groovy. Thank you. Um, well, things have been happening quite fast recently because the uh, probably most people know we've been working towards a redevelopment for years. Um, and then last year we got a big government grant from Ministry for Culture and Heritage and um, also lotteries. And that was um, confirmed earlier this year in February that council would... Um, meet our two-thirds that the Mahara Trust has been raising along with its own commitment of 2.8 million. So the whole project's uh, five point, uh, total, sorry, 6.5 million, but the actual build is just under five. Um, And then there are these processes you go through that, um, you know, you need your resource consent and your building consent and you send um, tenders out for a contractor. So often that's, you know, been delayed by COVID and various things and it seemed to be going quite slowly and we didn't know quite, you know, what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden it started happening really fast and um, the contractor, Crow Construction, who are a, a local company, you probably they have a base and live in, but um, they've done quite a lot of work around this district and it was important to council to um, support a local contractor if they could and they have. Um, so I believe they did Tatakari up in Livin. And they're currently working on Paraparami College and in fact they're doing some work at the other end of the buildings in Mahara Place. I believe they might have finished the pool, the community pool. So um, they're going to be um, peopling the local cafes, which Mm. will be good for local business, you know, all the different contractors who come through. And um, we held an event that that council organised to inform local businesses of what was coming up. So there are some changes coming up in Mahara Place as a result of the build, which actually gets underway officially on the 8th of November. So that's quite a short time away. And uh, meanwhile, we've been searching for alternate alternative 
spaces for the gallery because, you know, everyone who's ever done a redevelopment has said you really need to keep your presence and remind people you haven't just gone away for a great big holiday, you know, and there's still more fundraising to do and um, work planning a new gallery program and various uh, catch-ups and organising. So we started um, searching earlier this year and uh, I think I, I found out quite a bit about building history and why can I and uh, various owners and um, I think we looked seriously at 13 spaces and also uh, we were looking in Paraparamu at the old Fitiraya site where Arts Trail was previously and we're um, developing a proposal for there but um, anyway the building needs some earthquake strengthening work so that fell through and um, a couple of other venues off-site but anyway just um, quite recently had um, a message really from the Waikanae community board that they really really wanted us to stay in Waikanae and we said well actually we've searched you know high and low and uh, nothing really has come up and then like these things just Sometimes it's serendipitous, but it's it's rather amazing to me that we've we've got office space above, along the corridor here from Coast Access Radio, above where the gallery started 26 years ago, uh, and above the library. Um, and it's quite um, as Tanya knows because she's here a lot. It's it's looking out into Mahara Place on the sunny side, and I can sort of keep an eye on the contractors over the way. Um, so yeah, uh, we and the and the the person who we're leasing off is um, is the original owner's daughter who first gave Mahara a home when the building below or on the ground floor was Yates Furniture Store, which is where I, th- I think then they went to Fittimaya Building. So it's like it's funny how these things go in circles. Um, anyway, we were hoping to get front. A little bit of front of house so that we could deliver a sort of reduced version of what we have been doing. Um, But, you know, galleries don't grow on trees and spaces, public spaces that are suitable in terms of access and, you know, um, walking access as well as parking and uh, have walls and good lighting and all those things that a professional gallery needs. So meantime, we, we've got a home and we're moving quite fast. And um, there, there are, uh, we, we had a lovely thank you morning tea for our volunteers on Sunday. And uh, honestly, you, you probably haven't met some of these people, but one of them, Anna Upton, she's been doing voluntary, volunteering, catering, helping with management for 26 years, since the beginning. Wow. And other other people like Hilary Wooding, who established the Paraparami Library in um, Paraparami. She was the manager before she retired and then became a councillor. So just the the number of people, the thousands of hours, just in terms of volunteer input you think of. And then um, think of all the, the artists and artworks and visitors that have been through the building. So uh, basically we're zooming towards um, our closing event, which is firstly a blessing for the building, by which time it should be completely empty. Um, 
And then, the, as I said, the con we basically hand it over to the contractors. But we've got one more event before that time that I just wanted to let people know about, which is a community open day on Saturday the 30th of October from uh, t uh, 10 to 1. And uh, by that time, the walls will be empty. There'll be nothing to see but the beautiful Rimu ceiling and um, the old original, because we were the original library here and it was an architect design building in 1977. Then it came across to the post office and we were given that corner space. So um, we've been very blessed and, and had a you know wonderful community support which has enabled it to keep going because it's still only always been two staff, two FTEs. So it's been quite a feat uh, just to be open and, um, you know, with all that volunteer support um, enabling us to sort of do the planning and admin and office work behind the scenes that is involved. So that's my spiel about the gallery. Um, it's and so exciting. It's picking up speed. I was meant to turn my microphone off and not be part of this, <laughs> but it is, it's, it's quite emotional, isn't it, really? It, it is in a way, yeah. Yeah, it will be, I think. But... Um, you know, so we'll be a gallery off-site doing sort of the odd pop-up show across the district because we represent the district. So we might do something in Coastlands. We've got a, a still a big children's project we do every year going ahead with that with two kura from Otaki. Um, and we'll still do the book and the film and everything involved in that. But, you know, may need to find another venue and um, other sort of more modest workshops or studio visits or, you know, things that we could do in a more mobile, flexible way and maybe the odd event or, um, you know, mini arts trail in Mahara Place. So this is a good segue to what's coming up because actually this will be our first year, probably not in the Kapiti Arts Trail um, for quite some time. And I felt quite sad about that because, you know, although um, we plan ahead quite a long way, uh, but we've been doing a big local artist show uh, since about 2008 of in one form or another, sometimes more open entry and others uh, sort of a more focused group of seven or eight artists. Um, i trying to think if no, – maybe Kira wasn't one, but I did meet her – on an arts trail because obviously that's what I've also done over the years just go out and see you know find new artists and um, studios so I have visited both of the artists we have here today but um, often because you know you're, you're zooming around quite a bit you don't necessarily stop and have long chats with everyone and Tanya your beautiful um, boat shed Space. I think I was there a couple of years ago when um, uh, Rosie was there, right. and you were in a long conversation. Um, That's right. Yeah. And I yeah. sort of uh, I've heard bits of it, so I know you've had a very interesting life um, travelling in wonderful parts of the world, and brought those images back and used them as a starting point. Yeah. For yeah. your work. I um. Yeah. Thanks, Janet. Yeah. I, yeah. I did a Vietnam series, which mm. I really enjoyed. Um, after a trip to Vietnam and um, we were supposed to be going to Scotland but obviously with COVID that didn't come about, didn't eventuate so um, 
it's been so the last sort of 12 months have been centered around around uh, the Kapiti coast and a bit further afield which is just as good actually I've really enjoyed mm. getting back into nature and around in the bush it's been really good yeah. yeah I mean as we go we might end up having uh, some reflections on how COVID has impacted the arts and yourselves in particular but yeah, for those of us who love travelling, and I'm one of those as well, um, I feel so pleased for the trips that I did get to do in recent years because I had a daughter um, overseas. So I did some sort of art-based trips while visiting her and other people in a bit of Frances Hodgkins. And it, it's just so, it feeds you, well, it, me, you know, so much. And as, I mean, as artists, you're always, you know, picking things up and and storing away material for later work or ideas so and if you can yeah put them together it's it's actually a really nice way to operate isn't it yeah 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 for sure I think um the the one of the interesting things about you know the last 12 to 24 months is that um there's been a lot of energy go back into, I think, into art. It's been quite buoyant in New Zealand in particular because people aren't travelling. I agree. Then, mm. um, So I've had more visits to the studio, yep. uh, more interest in terms of yep. um, looking and studying a, in, mm. at, at my work and other mm. people's work, and I've heard mm. from other artists as well that yep. – that it's been quite buoyant, quite, sales have been quite good, and, and just the conversations around art have Absolutely. been really good. Um, mm. Also, I um, took the opportunity to get onto things like YouTube, and mm. worldwide, I think, a lot of artists mm. um, have turned to running courses or offering mm. you know, short um, YouTube videos and because, especially in lockdown, mm. there was, um, I found a huge amount of material. And artists, I think, by their very nature, are quite generous to other artists Absolutely. in terms of sharing Absolutely. ideas or materials or suggestions. Mm. And uh, so COVID, I have found, um, with lockdown and, you know, just the, the not travelling, there's mm. been, um, I, I've sort of extended my practice and mm. tried new things and, mm. um, and yeah, as I say, courses on YouTube, just, just with sharing because one of the things I think with artists is that we like to sort of extend or try or, mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, develop our practice all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, so in some ways it's been a really, it's mm. been a benefit, mm. you know. Um, mm, yeah. That's great. No, after the first lockdown, uh, we did the whole, you know, put the show online and um, called it, reframed it. It was a bit of a fundraiser for the gallery. But, no, we found the same that uh, going through that, we found artists really, really keen to still stay connected and get their work out there and, Obviously, it was a bit of a push to, you know, get a whole show and all the details online. But uh, then when we reopened, people were so keen to come back just to have that also the one-to-one -one or, you know, the, the live experience and to support local artists and, and the gallery. And I think that's it's been true at every level mm. of the arts, mm. which is – and also your comment about artist generosity, we've also – experience that a lot so that's that's one of the positive stories although I mean I feel I have felt yeah I think for the performing arts the impact has been different because 
perhaps we don't have the same visual artists don't have the same need to generate you know daily income out of a, a show or a yeah, performance true. but anyway mm. yeah I found with um the artist friends that I've known it's been a bit of a mixed bag some yes. of them have really enjoyed the lockdown because yes. it's given them concentrated time to actually do things whereas others have just found it so disruptive and they just can't get their yes. creative brains working so it, it tends to be different. For yeah, different no, people. I agree too. Some people, yeah, have felt, I don't know if paralysed is the right word, but they're just, you know, the, the creative mm. um, experience or the, you know, the way it of thinking. their energy and, yeah, yeah, yeah. their yeah. way of being creative. And if you've got children at home or, you know, income worries or you thrive on a bit more sort of social connection and getting out, obviously it's different, yeah. very different. Yeah, so hmm, I felt a bit jealous of the people who said I had so much time because I found um, just from the gallery perspective I was actually working longer and I didn't have breaks and I'd mm. I'd be at the computer all day and then at the end go, oh, I haven't, you know, been up and gone out and had lunch and talked to people because, uh, you know, that's a nice part about a gallery. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. it will be a nice aspect, I think. I think people who participate in Arts Trail don't wish to generalise, but they would tend to be people who are, you know, really happy to yeah, talk about their work and engage with people because that's uh, that's what the public come for as well, isn't it? That That's the part that I really artist. enjoy is, is yes. the fact you get to... Um, often, you, you know, you're stuck in your studio all the time, which is yes. nice because you just let your imagination go. But the mm. Arts Trail gives you an opportunity to speak to people who are interested in your work and talk about why you've done what you've done and, and, and um, be inspired by the comments that you get as well, which mm. is always good. So I love the, the chatter that you get, yeah. that you don't normally get, because if, you, if you're putting your work in a gallery, it's gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to talk to the people who have come to see it, whereas this is the one chance you get to actually mm-hmm. talk to people and find out what they're doing and Mm. and what they're like and Mm. and and have an interaction with your work Mm. so yeah so perhaps we can find out so uh jackie you're you're on the beach in paraparamu yeah i'm just um off the waikana estuary so near Mm -hmm. kutuku park so Mm -hmm. it's just off manly street number Mm -hmm. 23 in the brochure if you're looking (laughs) at the brochure um Yes, I've got my own little studio in in the garage. It's a converted garage and mm-hmm. all the walls have gone up, especially for uh, the arts trail so that I can hang lots of work rather mm-hmm. than normally in the uh, in most of the year. It's it's a working studio with, you know, paint everywhere and mm-hmm. things everywhere. So it'll all be tidied up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where I am. So, and and Tanya, you're on another part of the beach in a little bit further south. Yeah, that's right. I'm mm. in um, Ramati Beach in just off Marine Gardens. There's a little mm-hmm. footbridge across. And so mm-hmm. I've got a boat shed studio, mm. which I'm fortunate to have. And um, so I open up the double doors and it's right on the beach, which mm. if it's a howling southerly <laughs> can be a bit... <laughs> but brutal and uh one arch trail year it, we, when we had that torrential rain mm. that was just it was a bit of a disaster for me but that's mm. okay <laughs> so uh yeah let's hope the weather gods are going to give us good weather this year mm. Mm. so um yeah i've got a, a, a boat shed studio which is just glorious mm. you know during the summer and the mm. winter 
not so glorious, mm-hmm. but summer is beautiful and um, it's uh, yeah, it's a lovely spot. So I'm looking forward to chatting um, mm. to people mm. and uh, yeah, the arts trail is fantastic. I mean, it's mm. um, it's great to being in it a few years because you have people who come back and you get to have those yeah. continual conversations. It's yeah, it's really good. I'm mm. looking forward to it. So yeah, across the footbridge from Marine Gardens. Right. Yeah. So we should say um, the arts trail this year is over two weekends as per previous years. So it's the sixth and seventh and the 13th and 14th of November, running from 10am to 4pm. We're trying to work out the number of people in it, but it's it's very impressive given, you know, the, all the disruption of the last couple of years. Um, it's been nearly two years, hasn't it, um, yeah. of COVID, that um, there are still so many people able to, and, you know, keen to participate in it, obviously, Looking forward to greeting visitors back. So it will run at level two, yeah. but not at level three. And I think that's the main thing for people listening to be aware of. And the brochures, uh, you can pick them up in libraries, um, the odd cafe, council, and your own studios, yeah. obviously. You've got copies yeah. or, or just go online. And I think there's a Facebook page as well. Yes, there is. Yeah, it's just for the public. Trail. Yeah, for the yeah. public. Cool. So there's plenty of ways to connect. And um, there's, there's a, I guess, at least 150 artists. And the majority of them seem to be artist studios, which uh, you, you yeah. both, um, I, th- I think... You know, that was the concept that the Arts Trail started out with, and I'm personally I'm pleased that it's kind of that area has strengthened mm. uh, because I, I think that's what the public, you know, really like to engage with. But there are also a number of galleries and hubs. Um, so if you if you want to sort of go to a venue like um, Capital Youth Support or St Paul's Church Hall, I'm, I'm not quite sure where that which area that is but anyway or big mac slabs creative center there's there's half a dozen hubs and then there's uh clubs like the otaki pottery club have their tote modern space which is huge and can house a lot of people and there's a couple of um great um maori galleries up in otaki there's toy masaro which is part of maryland hub and toy tangata um and Artel, who used to be here in Waikanae, so there's lots of you know variety, and I think I think the way most people approach it is they study up beforehand and then they kind of do a bit of a a plan and um, yeah maybe sort of go by location because being Kapiti it's spread obviously between you know the little villages the ribbon of village towns mm. at the coast. I think it, from my experience, most people have looked in the guide or gone online but mm-hmm. if you go on to the Capti Arts Trail I don't know the um, web address which is part of the um, council site that'll have at the, in the brochure you only get about one picture per artist uh-huh. that will give you a flavour but if you want to know more about that artist and get more works then it's a good idea to go online and have a look at the um, website for the so, Capiti Arts Trail. Yeah, that's and at there, capitycoast.govt.nz right. slash arts 
Yeah, yeah. Trail. And, and there is, there's a lot more information. Mm, a, yeah. And the great thing is that it's not just painting at all. You know, there's there's fibre art, there's pottery, yeah. there's glass, there's jewellery, there's so much to see. That's one of the things I really enjoy about the Arts Trail is um, the diversity. There's just, there's yeah, so much. In fact, I've thought, well, maybe I shouldn't do it one year so I can actually go <laughs> around know, and have yes, a look. Yes, I'm the same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So just um, coming back to your own work, we, mm. we should um, just focus a little more too on what you actually do as an artist, your okay. media. I'm um, mainly uh, acrylic on canvas. Mm-hmm. It tends to be abstract because I like to, um, my themes tend to be more about ideas and thoughts. So mm-hmm. things like ideas of hope or joy this is obviously off the back of covid or Mm -hmm. shifting perspective so there's no actual image that you can relate to that Mm -hmm. so therefore um i've I've gone purely abstract and uh, they tend to be very um vibrant colors Mm -hmm. joyful that's the whole idea of what i'm trying to achieve but i also do a bit of jewelry as well because i like to mix things up a bit Mm -hmm. and talking about found objects you know um, uh, driftwoods and clays and mixing up um natural objects like driftwood and seaweed seaweed and shells with polymer Mm. clays and things. So I tend to move around, but mainly Mm. it's acrylic on canvas for um, the Mm. painting side. And Tanya? So I'm what I would um, class as mixed media. So Mm. um, the the I work on on canvas and uh, I use a mixture of paint and uh, inks and pastel, chalk, I also um, use, I've just done a, a, I guess you'd call it a botanical series based on natives, uh, not natives, based on on plants that I'm particularly fond of. Mm. And uh, for example, um, I've done a a piece um, on manuka and I've actually included the oil and the plant itself Mm. um, and some of the bark actually in the painting. Mm. So... Um, the I, I it's definitely mixed media and uh, yeah I'm, I often throw in some sand or some um, pohutakawa droppings from the trees outside the boat shed studio I really enjoy putting that in the work mm. um, and uh, yeah I've um, I've been experimenting with sort of stretching that and um, having more pieces and more just to see how much I can incorporate. Um, and I've done a calendar this year called Some of My Best Friends Are Plants. So oh, I'll have that uh, at the Arts Trail. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I think there's probably a, a natural world connection um, that you could identify in both of your work. Yes, what, I, I started off mainly mm. with natural nature themes, mm. um, but it's it's tended to go more onto the spiritual and the hope and the philosophical side. And that's yeah. probably because I've, why I've gone more into abstract Mm. as well. Mm. And, yeah, for me, definitely there's a nature connection and I think all the walking and all the bush walks and things I've done recently is reflected in my recent work. But, Mm. yeah, for sure. I I think that was the other thing for COVID, uh, about COVID, given the lovely part of the world that we're lucky enough to live in. Yes, that that kind of uh, renewed appreciation of... Yeah, the natural world and how much quieter and more mm. peaceful it was mm. during lockdown. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we're just about to wrap up. Is there anything else you want or any other artists you 
want to include or really I think I just encourage people get a guide yes have a look through it and yes. choose the yeah. people that you know it, it look online as well and, yes. and see what attracts you and as, as um, Tanya says there's a huge variety of different mm. type of art out there and mm. go and enjoy it okay. I think one year oh no maybe that was a garden trail I was interested the lion's garden trail last year and why can I there was someone hiring out electric bikes I thought, mm-hmm. oh, what a great idea. You know, you can hire a bike for the day and then you can actually sort of ride up and down the beach and get around really quickly. I've noticed a lot more bike riders lately. So bike riding artists or bike riding to artists. I think you can have coffee caravans along the way oh, yeah, and yeah. food caravans. It yeah. sounds like just a whole weekend on the go. Seeing great stuff, smelling great stuff. Look, if you want to find out more, um, as Janet was just saying, you can find the brochures at the service centres uh, in Carpety, so like the library and so forth. And Tanya Daly is number 19 in the brochure and Jackie Marston's number 23. So if you don't remember anything else, just remember 19 and 23 and you'll get to those two fabulous Wahini Tours studios. It's been a pleasure. Thanks again, Janet. Thank you, and Tanya. really nice to meet Tanya and Jackie. Thank you. you. You've been listening to Focus on Arts on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. Check out our website for previous recordings. Kakiti Ano. What a clumsy bunch you do about nothing. If she says your behavior is heinous, kick her right in the Coriolanus. Brush up your Shakespeare, and they'll all cow cow. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.